0: Welcome to Machine Learning, Bible Imagery, The Corporate God, Jeremiah 27. And it shall come to pass that the nations and kingdoms which shall not serve the same Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and that they will put their neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon, the nation will I punish, saith the Lord, with sword and with famine and pestilence until I have consumed them by his hand. The corporation has become the King Nebuchadnezzar. The corporation has become pervasive and spread over the whole earth. One cannot live off the land because the government taxes have become burdensome. If one does not work at a corporation, he has no means of earning money to pay for a 30-year mortgage and expensive food purchased in grocery stores. There is plenty of food at the grocery store, but not enough money to afford it. One has to serve the corporate God to eat. When the economic downturns occur as the wealthy hedge funds respond to the federal policy of rising interest rates and increased inflations, they sell off stocks and technology causing panic. The corporation responds to the economic slowdown by laying off employees, increasing demand for socialized government aid, taxes increase causing long lasting poverty. There is a famine in the land, a famine for the want of money. The death of money has created scarcity. In Europe, the totalitarian superstate is bringing the sword to the Ukraine, Georgia, Serbia, and Krumaria by Russia. Germany is increasing its army and military presence. Russia's big brother, AI, spying on citizens looking for enemies of the state will be no more than when Germany matches against Russia and destroys the last remains of Russian power. The reign of power will be established as international law and socialism set in Europe. The long-awaited reign of the power by Germany will extend to Europe as the Union will be only the means of trade. The sword and pestilence of socialism will impoverish the people until the Lord returns to free the people from the corporate greed, the power and political scarcity ideology. The corporation is a godless entity. It exists to make a profit. Corporations have bureaucracies which inhibit growth, but they empower individuals with power, control and money. Corporations operate through relationships, personal relationships in organizations. The energy, synergy, and and cooperation in the groups help drive profits. Corporations view wages and benefits as necessary to keep employees. Health and retirement benefits are foremost on the employees' motives for staying with the company. They cannot refuse to worship the golden idol. The separation of personal and company time becomes less identifiable as competition drives performance. Non-performing employees are laid off as profits decrease. I just read this article that talked about using AI to identify non-performing or low-performing employees and then using uh, AI chatbots to notify these individuals that they've been laid off or fired. Where is the time to worship the true and living God? Even in captivity, Jeremiah prayed to God and he talked back to Jeremiah, instructing him what to say to the tribe of Judah. Some said Jeremiah must die for his strong statements of pending captivity instructions. Others said that he spoke the word of God and he should not die. Jeremiah twenty six And when I make this house like Shiloh, and make their city a curse to all the nations of the earth, why hast thou prophesied in the name of the Lord, saying, This house shall be like Shiloh, and this city shall be desolate without habitation? And all people shall gather against Jeremiah in the house of the Lord. The rise of the corporation and abandonment of wealth through land ownership has tightened the control of the individual by the state and the corporation. The state collects tax on property, increases the burden of daily living. Children are living longer with parents and married couples are delaying having children. America is in a crisis as population is declining and birth rates drop below 2.3. The state has destroyed the natural order of marriage and families. The family is under attack. It is a great feeling to have a family gather in a safe environment where they can feel love and import and importance to one another. It is very important and emo- and emotional to connect in a meaningful manner on with each other. Competition and criticisms are a form of judgment and animosity. These behaviors are unwanted in a family gathering. I like to watch my girls talk to each other and have fun and express genuine laughter. I can feel the spirit of love and comfort in a family gathering. I feel the spirit of Elijah is to smile upon our loved ones and generate light, comfort and well-being. The preservation of well-being is a sacred responsibility of a parent. It is not the role of a parent to give the advice or solve all the problems of the child. It is the role of the parent to communicate standards, rules, and boundaries of behavior to the family. Boundaries are necessary to communicate behaviors that are not acceptable for well-being and the pursuit to, to happiness. They are to love one another even as Christ loved them. I delight in the insights of my grandchildren. It is a special time to discover for them. God's mysteries are deep and only He can reveal His mysteries for the hard questions in life. It is not our job to explain to others the mysteries of God. Many are just for our own use and understanding. Occasionally, if circumstances are right and we feel safe in sharing our personal experiences and understandings, we can do so to edify others in need. We learn the mysteries of God because of who we are. We can ask the questions of God, expecting answers over time because God loves our experiences, insights, and good works.